0: This is Wilson from F3 Dayton with your weekly QSource topic, where we review a chapter of the QSource while also hearing a classic episode of the 43 Feet podcast featuring Dredd and Dark Helmet. This week's topic from the book is Q1.9, Mammon, the sustaining relationship between a man and his work. It's interesting that Dredd chose the word mammon for this topic. Before seeing the word in the QSource, I had never heard the word used outside of a church sermon. But with that background, I knew exactly what he was referring to. And it wouldn't be surprising if many millennials and maybe even some Gen Xers have never heard the term before, as many newer Bible translations give it the more modern definition of money or riches. Bottom line, they all mean essentially the same thing. The fact that there is a biblical association to the word is also significant. According to Forbes, another resource that has a few things to say about money, the Bible directly mentions money over 800 times and makes over 2,000 financial references. So, yeah, this can be a pretty important topic. Dredd has written three main points regarding mammon. First, work is a virtue. Men earn their daily bread through the sweat of their labor. We call this the sustaining relationship because the high-impact man must feed himself and his family. Work also sustains and benefits the community. Work is also essential to a man's personal well-being, not just in the material sense, but in his pursuit of proper personal alignment. Idleness is not good for a man. Next, mammon is a relationship, not a pursuit. It might seem odd to call a mammon a relationship between a man and his work. After all, isn't work something we do, rather than a person with whom we relate? While superficially logical, this premise is flawed for two reasons. First, it is dependent upon the narrow view that only people can be related, when in fact the definition of relationship is much broader. It is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, the state of being connected second the power of man's connection with his work is so great that categorizing it as anything other than a relationship leads to underestimating its tendency to swallow his other relationships finally mammon is a man's least important relationship while mammon is critical to a man his family and ultimately his community it is still the least important relationship on his concentrica as a pro, the high-impact man prepares for the expected, lest he be found guilty of relationship malpractice. With that as an overview, here's the substantive portion from a classic episode of the 43 Feet Podcast with Dread and Dark Comet talking about mammon. Uh, T-claps to you. Anyway, you.
1: let's go ahead and roll that opening. Thank
0: goodness. And, and we're back. Ma-
2: You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dredd, one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. All right,
1: that takes us to the uh, substitute portion. Dying out here. Substantive portion, which is, uh, today, uh, is if the If you following mammon.
2: with the idiot numbering system. Yeah, mammon. Is, uh, yeah is mammon. This is, yeah. And this
1: is the uh, Q19. Q19. Again, thank you for indicating its idiocy uh, it, well, in you, our numbering system.
2: I didn't mean to preemptively indicate. Uh, I know that you're, you typically like to do that. But I do like to do I got to say, uh, not to get us derailed right out of the gate, of all the concentric and Value relationship things I don't know what we call it. what of all the things in the concentrica. Yeah I've I've struggled with certain ones right gestures a tough one That's always a tough one to talk about so you got to keep it down um, the hole right yeah, and uh, and and even a shield lock is you know Can sometimes be a little bit difficult or whatever, but but I think personally for me I have had uh, I, I get the most twisted up right here I, I have had the worst relationship. I think over the last little while with mammon Versus, you know, some of the other things, because I think it's a, I think this is a tough one. I agree. Yeah, uh, that's I why it's a really awesome. tough one. It's yep.
1: very tough for a variety of reasons, some of which we will talk about in the next thirteen minutes and twenty eight seconds. <laughs> First of all, let me uh, issue a <laughs> statement uh, from Mammon, which is the sustaining relationship between a man and his work, the sustaining relationship. Yeah. Uh, we have three Socratics, as we always do. First one is: there anything inherently good about work? Second is: work anything more than something we do? And third is, what priority should a man give to his work? Those are your three thought-provoking questions that hopefully would uh, induce you to try to learn more about it. First, spur is work, in fact, is a virtue. Mm -hmm. It is an advantageous thing. Work sustains the man, and it sustains his family in a couple of ways. First of all, idleness is not good for anybody. Her story today, a guy was telling me about his boss who's— Retiring, but mm-hmm. over the last five years, my friend has gotten increasingly frustrated by this guy because he ceased to kind of come to work.
2: I was going to say, he just sort of checked out.
1: <laughs> kind of checked out and figured out ways to work Short remotely. And, yeah. um, you know, it's hard to get on the phone and all that. And uh, he's like, wow, he's retiring. It's like, you know, it's like, how do you know?
2: Right. He's been retiring he's for been five retiring. years. <laughs>
1: and a uh, funny statement the guy made was, retirement's going to give him a chance to, you know, do the things that he wanted to do. I was like, well, he wasn't doing anything anyway. <laughs> That's that's you could have been doing that all along. That's not supposed to be judgment. That was observation, observation. criticism. Observation, criticism. (laughs) You know, but idleness just isn't good. You know, I'm. I know for in my own life that I'm at my best when I'm fully engaged, Um, and. I don't think of it as busyness, which you know we talk about being busy, busy, busy. But I think of it as vitalness.
2: Yeah, you you can't uh, confuse activity for industry, right? That's right. Um,
1: yeah. To be vital and important in other people's yeah. lives and the sustaining relationship through mammon is is something that we need as men. Uh, and in that way, work helps keep a him properly aligned. It's part of it. Mm-hmm. Your alignment comes from it. You know, your boat uh, will capsize uh, if you don't if you don't have something that uh, you're vitally pursuing on the mammon mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Now. In addition to work being vital to a man and his family, it's also vital to the community. It sustains and benefits the community uh, if for no other reason than the, the baker and the candlestick maker benefit each other. Right. I mean, um, Baker's got to have some lights. I mean, God, baker's got to ha- have lights <laughs> so he can make some bread, and the candlesticker's right. going to get hungry if he doesn't have, you know, he's going to make a candlestick. At some point in there. <laughs> Dipping wax or whatever. I am not. I not vaguely really. understand how to make yeah. a yeah. You know, <laughs> a picture of a candle being made. All I can think of is, uh, is uh, what's his name? The... Um, Big green uh, ogre thing.
2: Oh, Shrek? Shrek, pulling yeah, yeah. a out of ear. right? <laughs> do you remember that? I, I do remember that. Yeah, good for you. All
1: right. So we've established that work is a virtue. It is a good thing, right? Is yes. A great thing. Uh, can but be. But can be, which takes us to the second spur, which is mammon is a relationship, not a pursuit. You know, we kind of got this in our heads. Well, I got to go to work. It's something to pursue. I have a career. Mm-hmm. But in fact, it's a relationship. To not think of it a relationship is kind of get, you Maybe too deeply in the idea that a relationship has to be between two people. Yes. When in fact, it is the it is the thing it is that which is between any two things that are connected. Mm-hmm. I mean, this mug coffee mug has a relationship with the table right now because it it's, it's on sitting top on it, of it. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So if you broaden your viewpoint of what a relationship can be, you can see that you are. What you have with your work, and I'm not talking just about the people you work with, right, right. but the effort itself yeah, is a the form actual of a relationship. Work, yeah.
2: Does that resonate with you, Dark Helmet? <clears throat> you know, it's very, uh, it's kind of against what I think we typically think of or certainly what we're taught, um, but it, it makes perfect sense. You know, that that it is a thing to be kept in relation to you in some way, That's right? right. That's rather than this, oh, you know, whatever.
1: Thinking about it that way helps us, uh, helps the Q source uh, crack your staff. Uh, bear in mind that relational rhythm applies to work as well, that, yeah. and that's why it's part of the concentrica. Is it's one of the things that has to, the rhythm has to be maintained. Because yeah. if you think of it statically, you know, and not as a relationship right. which is dynamic, dynamic, then you will think you can control it. And of course, like all the other aspects right. of the concentrica or the concentratica, as we call them, yeah. not to make you think about <laughs> that. Ooh. All the concentric, concentratica have to be viewed in that way. Dynamic relationships that you can't control you can only serve and it's a matter of plate spinning now this relationship with work tends to swallow all the others the other four concentratica yeah and there's three reasons for that is number one Mammon is the easiest relationship to maintain yeah I mean think it, about it oh yeah you know you cruise in when you want.
2: Well, it's just like this guy you're talking about, five-year guy. That's right.
1: right. He's actually decided that he's going to do it from the house. <laughs> and as long as he gets away with it,
2: they're going to let him. You know, he's going to do, do
1: it. You know? The biggest, you know, the thing you might uh, bear in mind, I don't even know if jobs have these things anymore. Remember the old time punch clock? I don't know if that, right. you know. Sure, sure. It's been a while since I had that kind of job. Right. But, uh, you know, when before you punch in. I'm sure I can all remember standing all digital there now. But like a- hesitating. I uh, had a job in a supermarket when I was in high school, and then you would gather in the break room whatever. Mm-hmm. Before I stuck that punch card in there. I wasn't on duty. I could do what I want. But as soon as I did k- clink, you belong to them. I belong to them. Now, as soon as I could k- clank out, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, I could take off my smock, yeah. go get in my yes. Impala and just be an <laughs> idiot, which I did. Those are all facts that are true, you know, yeah. which I did. Um, so it, it was easy in that way, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it it, w- it was it was, it was was very easy. Also, you know, the second reason why work uh, swallows the other relationships is it provides direct affirmation.
2: Yeah, that's the tough one I mean you know you can
1: get uh, your boss if he's half decent and every HR department in the world will make your boss do this give you a job description sure to find success for you mm-hmm. you know uh, I try to do that for the young lawyers that work for me because lawyer intends not to do that yeah and I try to help them these are the you know I cre- I've created a set of guardrails or kind of a cue source mm-hmm. for lawyers that I use with them to try to help them accelerate and you know that When I counsel one of them, you know, I have a monthly session with them and I say, all right, here's uh, an aspect of your job you're supposed to be doing. Um, You know, we have something in my firm we call the critical path of litigation. Mm -hmm. Here's the the critical things you need to do to to, uh, move a case through the litigation system to resolution. And if you're not addressing those things, they get sidetracked while you're off path. Mm -hmm. So I make it easy for them uh, in that sense. Uh, And when they do it, I say, ah, good. Affirmation when they affirmation. don't, I say, Here's how you can improve in that direct affirmation, right? Yeah, now, uh, go home and say to your wife, Hey, honey, <laughs> baby, I could, I could, sweet, sweet, sweet thing, sweetheart, sweet thing. <laughs> uh, this uh, shout out to M by the way, who yes. just crossed over the 20 year mark. Hey, yeah, boom, raise the roof, raise the roof. Uh, if I would go home to my sweet wife and say, Sweetie, would you? draft out a quick job description for me as your husband so I can make sure I'm... And then can we have a weekly counseling session where you tell me whether I'm accelerating or decelerating? Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to say, look, I'm going to make it even simpler for you. You're just responsible for everything that happens, fails to happen, now move out. You know? <laughs> right. It just doesn't drive work on, that drive way. on, soldier. Neither will it work with your children, your yeah. shorties. Right. Like, no. hey, uh, define so success a, for me. You know? Right. <laughs> just,
2: I've got a job description for you if you could just uh, <laughs> That's right. give that a review. Nor
1: and, will it work uh, Nor will it work for your, for your shield lock, really. or or your whetstone it just won't work
2: you can you can have some mutually agreed upon guidelines of here's how we're going to function right but good luck with now I
1: get having said that I get a lot of uh, direct affirmation from all those relationships yeah when I'm accelerating them yes and there are times when I don't even when I am accelerating them sure and there are times when I get affirmation that's undeserved when I'm decelerating Mm. but it's not in the same direct and easy fashion that mammon will provide for
2: you. Well, the I mean, the dopamine hit's not going to come the same way with your wife going, hey, man, thanks for that, as yeah, it is when right. I get a gold star. It just is gonna it's just not going to work that way. The same. It's not the same. Right.
1: Now, third reason that uh, work tends to swallow the other relationships in the concentratica <laughs> is that mammon is terminable at will. Yes. Like the employment relationship in most states in right. America, right? Yeah. I mean, when you get done.
2: I don't have to give you no reason for nothing.
1: You can be fired for good reason or no reason at all, except for some minor exceptions, which sure. uh, you can pay me to tell you all about. Uh, <laughs> but you can also quit.
2: You can just send a check.
1: You can also quit.
2: Yeah. You can good just walk reason out.
1: All. Right. You, you can also walk out. Or yeah.
2: you can check out and continue to c- collect just, the paycheck and work do, from that's home. That's right. But yeah. it, it is terminable yeah.
1: at will. That's, that's the unique thing about it. And in fact, the culture would encourage you Right. to do that, would say, you know what, that job's not you. If you don't feel fulfilled, then why are you there? Then why are you there, right? Um, and so that that's something that's that's makes it kind of cool, right? I mean, you can check. Oh, yeah. Not only can you check out for the day or for the week, you can check out forever.
2: At least five years in this now, case. Of- <laughs> right.
1: Now go home and terminate your relationship with your children and, and write me an email about how that worked.
2: Right. Or yeah.
1: <laughs> try to withdraw from a shield lock.
2: Uh, just Yeah, just sort of.
1: You know, at the moment that they need you.
2: Yeah, guys, I'm sorry. I'm
1: going to check out. So for all those reasons, it's easier to maintain. It provides direct affirmation where the others don't necessarily do so, and it's terminability at will. The work relationship is a relationship that you'll turn to to supplant your failure in the others. Mm -hmm. So if you're committing relationship malpractice (coughs) in the other areas, the other four concentratica, uh, an easy way to feel better about yourself is just to go to number five. Well, I am
2: just going to ask and say, is it it almost like a... You know, hashtag emotional mistress.
1: Yeah. Good way to put it, my friend. Yeah. All right. Now, let's go to the second spur. Mammon. Yes. Uh, or the third spur, rather. Mammon is man's least important relationship. So, the odd thing, you know, it's the easiest one, right? Number one, it, it and it swallows everything else, but it's also the least important.
2: Now, you know you're going to get some pushback on sure. it. Because I'm going to tell you, you know, oh, oh, well, but how, if I didn't have that, you know, we wouldn't be sure. able to have a house. You're, you know, in
1: a, you're a brain surgeon yeah. or whatever you are. That's great. Um, but here, just talk about some proper placement here. Yeah. If you place your mamma before your M and your shorties, you've committed relationship malpractice and you're going to lose them. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's plenty of thrice, thrice married thoracic surgeons. So I did that was almost alliteration. Was, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I mean, there's plenty. I mean, yeah. you may
2: be saving a lot of lives, but. You don't have a wife and a kid. If yeah, you're a hollow man inside, and you've hollow done nothing man. virtuous to yeah.
1: Number two, if uh, a man places work before a shield lock and his blades, the community suffers. Yeah, right. A bunch of isolated men. Community suffers, and ultimately that community will fall prey to what lurks outside its walls. I mean, and that is something scary that's going on in Estados Unidos right now, my friend. In my mind, my mm-hmm. friend. I mean, we've got a problem right now. We do. I mean, I don't think uh, studies show that men are less productive uh, on, from a work basis. Right. At least at some no, no, areas. You, yeah, yeah. I think at the, at the <clears throat> lower end of the socioeconomic spectrum, uh, they are. They work less. There's less. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's checking tough, out, but yeah. not at the higher end or not in the middle. Men are working as long hours
2: as they ever were. And maybe more because there's bigger problems or it, they're turning away from the But things. they're
1: becoming lonely, right? We're yeah. bowling alone. Now, third reason is that if you lose your family and your community to work, there's nothing for work to sustain.
2: Yeah, then, I mean, then why are you working right? so hard? Look
1: how hard I'm working. Where's your wife and kids? You left me long ago. <laughs> well, how about the community you work in? Falling apart of that, it seems. Like, right. So what's the point?
2: I have a boat. <laughs>
1: you got a boat? <laughs> yeah. Well, you better get in it and start paddling because, yeah, because there ain't no point in staying here, right? Well, then
2: no offense, but ain't All nobody right. going to be in that boat with you.
1: So be careful about it. <clears throat> yeah. Now, uh, improper placement of work um, is an ever-present temptation, even mm-hmm. for the hymn, right? Oh, yeah. This is something that even Goo Nation recognized. And I don't know if we've done a good job of defining this, but Goo is the cultural philosophy of Mm. universal happiness, right? That
2: everyone should be happy. Yeah. uh, And or that they are entitled to be happy.
1: That's right. And I'm not trying to be political here. As as I've said, I'm libertarian ish. Ish. But uh, this is not political when I say this. Seeking happiness rather than joy is not a great thing. Right, because happiness is so transitory. Yeah. But the problem with what we call Goo Nation is that it is an entire philosophy, uh, uh organiza- of organizational purpose based on goo. Right. Right. It's like, well, gee whiz, let's send everybody college. Let's uh, right. provide healthcare for right. everybody. You know. And I know I'm kind of leaking to the left there when I say that, but I think that's indicative of what I think of as Goo Nation. Like, gee whiz, if we just gave everybody this, yeah, then they would be happy. Problem solved. And I would contend not so much because right. you haven't really addressed joy. But even Goo Nation, getting back to the Mammon thing, mm-hmm. even Goon Nation recognizes that it's, that improper placement of work uh, is a problem. That's why there's sure. Oprah bombs like, get ready for it, there ain't no trailers on a hearse. <laughs> trailer hitches, sorry. There ain't no trailer right. hitches on a hearse. Yeah, right? I know what you meant. Yeah. You know what I meant. So uh, yeah. that's, that is indicative, right? This is something that, that, that we in uh, F3 Nation can agree with Nation about. Sure. That proper placement work is the right thing. The only thing we disagree probably is how you get there.
2: How you get there and maybe exactly where you place it. But yeah, yeah, and they'll do yeah. some
1: of that balance thing, which we don't believe in, uh, and probably would not sign up for some Concentratica necessarily. Right. But basically we're talking about the same thing, so we should recognize that. Hey, Nation, let's join forces on this. Right. You know, this is something we can agree yeah. upon. Now, workaholism, mm-hmm. like all the isms, is exactly what it is. It swallows a man whole. Yeah. That's what all the isms do. Um, and placing work first is a jester and you got to keep that jester down in his hole, brother, kick him in the head. You got to do it. Uh, And recall this, the hymn may love his work, but he does not live to work. Even if he loves it, he works to enrich the lives of those he loves and with whom he lives. That's the real purpose of work. So if you forget that and you're struggling, that'll help you get it back in right alignment.
2: And, 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 and I know we're, we're coming up on our time, but... Um, we're close, we're tight. that's Yeah, but that's one of the things that, that uh, uh, you know, as I reread through this again, I thought, man, you know, this idea that it, it is almost like a crack pipe. It is almost, you know... If oh, yeah. You, because you're seeking for this affirmation somewhere sure. else other than where it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And, you know, and again, while we may respect the fact that Goo Nation says, sure, you know, you need to keep this in, in a proper, quote-unquote, balance or whatever the word that they're going to use to do that is, the when they say things like... Uh, Or we have built institutions where, oh, no, it's fine to work from home. Or, no, it's fine to go and, you know, check out for five years and, you know, kind of half work and still get paid and whatever. You've taken work and you've made it a non-virtuous pursuit now. You've
1: made it an idol. Yeah. And I don't think it's only Christianity that recognizes. I I assume that a a Bob Dylan spiritualist will feel the same way. Sure. That you can't idolize work. I mean, I'm like everybody else, right? I got bills to pay and children need clothes. I know there's fish out there, but. God only knows, right? Yeah. All right, Frank, uh doist of mine. You know I love
2: you, right? I do. But you still I do. Got,
1: you still got a face for radio.
2: <laughs> oh, man, this is a podcast. It is. It is.
1: You <laughs> took on Diesel back in Montauk yesterday. Left this morning from the Bell and Gardner's Bay. Like all the locals here.
2: Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 Feet Out Front.